Welcome to another episode of Rap Talk. On this show, we review different types of raps, different types of flavors, while talking about our favorite topics, ranging from cannabis to travel and whatever else comes to mind. Thanks for tuning in. The Texas Hemp Convention has concluded. Three days in the books. All that hype and build up and stuff, and it lived up to the hype. I agree. It was as well executed as a convention for, I mean, for our end, on the consumer end of things. Yeah. As well as it could possibly have That's gone. we could have asked for. Yeah. Especially for our lane, and which is just connecting with companies and stuff. I don't think it really could have gone any better. It really couldn't. I mean, we got to put a face behind the glass screen to so many of these companies because mm-hmm. most of the people who have reached out to us, most of the people that we've reached out to, is all communication with is all throughout Instagram or Definitely. YouTube or so to be face to face with the companies, especially the early ones, the early supporters. Yeah, it was really nice, and I, it was also good to learn that the CBD industry is filled with good people. Mm-hmm. I agree. Definitely, people that seem like they have good intentions. They seem like it. I don't know these people. A lot of these people personally, but. It, it didn't seem like they were trying to get over on you. Like people, you could go to a stand and they would actually explain things to you. And it wasn't like a sales pitch there. We had people tell us that some of their products didn't taste as good as some other ones. We had uh, people that would tell us things that weren't necessarily the best or something like that because they wanted you to make the best decision like for yourself. Exactly. It was, and just the, the variety of different products. There was, I don't think there was a single type of CBD product you could have. That was at, not at that convention. Not that's out right now. I Actually, there's been a couple that I've seen. Cotton candy. Oh, you mean like in terms of food? There's always different types of oh, food. Okay, you know? yeah, I guess you're I right. I just mean in terms, like there was edibles. Oh, yeah, in terms of, no. Tinctures. It was everything. There were straws, concentrates. Yeah. yeah, exactly. But, yeah, there's always different types of food you could eat. Shit, I would have. Cotton candy might be nice for next year, bro. <laughs> <laughs> There was that that the conference I went to earlier in San Antonio earlier last year, yeah, like in towards the end of last year, there was so much cotton candy at that place, dude. I mean, everything in this convention was well executed, from the the variety of vendors to the spacing to the layout to just I mean that huh. Chick Fil A. They had Chick Fil A. I mean, a little overpriced, a but little it's like, bit pricey, but it's like stadium pricing. It's yeah. like, yeah, this is. A, I know it's not their fault. You can go down the street and get this sandwich for about four eighty five, yeah. but here, but you have to walk outside in the rain. Yeah, that'll be ten <laughs> bucks here. <laughs> yeah, that's not. That's so in this conference the other day, or in the um, convention the other day, we got the Futurola tea cones, and so I'll be smoking it at this podcast and this video depending on how you're receiving this message and giving you guys kind of a review i've had them before i like smoking tea leaves in general it might not seem ideal but it's actually extremely smooth yeah and i think we have that a few of those now i mean they were futurola was a, a had a big booth over at the texas Hem convention at the very front like and towards the very front yeah and they were handing out tea leaf for the first day yeah so you know who am I to say no to such an offer? With Mike Tyson in the picture? That's <laughs> like, so if you didn't take one, you might get KO'd. So, I mean, <laughs> at that point, you just kind of have to take I a ride. Bro. So, I mean, yeah. Texas Hemp Convention was a good time. We met every everything. I'm trying to think of my favorite, I would say, booth setup 
but it's hard to even pick. I would say Alliance had a really impressive setup. They were one of the few with, like, something in the ceiling as well. Definitely, no. They brought people from all around to where they're, like, yeah. you. It was, they were a focal point, I guess you could yeah, say. Yeah, exactly. They had a nice giant setup. Um, and then people would have these huge, like, bags full of, of, like, flour and stuff like yeah. that just to flex on us. Yeah, exactly. Just multiple pounds just sitting there in, in almost like giant Ziploc bags with their branding on it. Now, also, another impressive asset of the Texas Hemp Convention was the giant extraction machines that were there. Oh, yeah. That's like, true. Getting them put in there and stuff like that. They were yeah. installed like they would be in a, yeah. a warehouse. Or something. Yeah, and it was, I mean, you know, I've always, I'm, I'm interested in extraction, so I've always looked into what, it looks like, but it's hard to really scale it when you're looking at pictures on the internet. But being in there was and seeing what it would really require is extremely impressive, especially how big of a game extraction has become. Yeah, it's it's necessary because for everything but flour, it's necessary. Yeah, exactly. And I mean, you would go up to them and we, we actually did a tour of one of them in order to get a free coffee cup. Yeah. Shout out to the coffee cup. Shout out to the coffee cup and both types of pins. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and she was like, um, yeah, this machine, you know, it'll start at about $500,000. And I'm just like, damn, 500 racks. How much can you make off of that machine? Oh, though? probably tons. I think she said a process is like 100 pounds at once. So Yeah. That's a ton of biomass and a ton of oil that you're Definitely. getting. I'll be right back. Oh, shit. We got a quick intermission. <laughs> this is the part of the podcast that I'll start rapping. Oh, shit. Are you doing it to him? Oh, it's happening. Live on air. Random decision to to show the hall. I wanted to show y'all. Some of this isn't from Texas Convention, him Convention, but about 90% of it is. Yeah, at least. <laughs> Look at this. This is what we brought home. <laughs> From the Texas <laughs> Hemp Convention. It's pretty ridiculous. It's actually pretty ridiculous. But I, I will don't know say. how we're going to review all this stuff. But I will say I appreciate every bit of it. I, every single bit. Of, I'm not complaining about how ridiculous it is. Trust me. I promise <laughs> you I'm not complaining about it. But it's unbelievable how much stuff we have. Got some water. Got some joints. Got some tinctures. Tons of flour. Tons of flour. Some massage balms. Some gummy bears. Just a pretty ridiculous amount of shit. I mean, on our end, we got about two months worth of... Yeah, got some taffy. Taffy, that's a Patsy's taffy. Shout, Shout out, out Patsy's. Patsy's. <laughs> I'm, I'm also eating the chocolate. By Patsy's. Don't, don't eat all of it, bro. I need a little bit. No, I'm just getting this a little chunk. You got the last three. Oh, I'm good. I just want one more. I just wanted to show you guys how successful Texas Hymn Convention was for us. I mean, just amazing. And each one of those companies, we had the opportunity of meeting, talking to them, explaining to them our mission, you know. On three days, really. We yeah. got to talk to people multiple times, a lot of times. Yeah, I mean, we were regulars at the convention after a while. You'd see us walking around with our faces on our shirts and... Handing out pieces of paper with our faces also on them. Yeah, exactly. Cause just because we have the dopest logo in the game, but I mean, who's, yeah, who's counting? Yeah, I don't, I don't know, but I think I am. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, it, it goes Nike check, CBB Hemp Library. Exactly. It's it's in. They're right there next Top to each other. Top two, not two. Exactly. So I mean, hundred percent success. 
Well done. Definitely. I cannot wait to go back next year and also really want to go to the one that they're about to have in Oregon hosted kind of by the same company in the I same agree. like type of way at least. I agree. I think it yeah, I think it is hosted by the same people. Yeah, Precision a, and Kush. Yeah, shout out so. Precision and Kush.com. Yeah, Precision shout out to extraction. both of them. I mean, these type of events to have to really host them and execute them well is mm-hmm. extremely difficult. Definitely. Extremely stressful. There's so Time many moving consuming. parts. So to to have the first annual and, and have it be successful. Yeah. Congratulations, really. I, I was a little bit scared when I saw the line when I walked up and it had already been open for two hours when we first got there, but there was never a line again. Yeah. You saw how fast they switched, they fixed that. Yeah. They opened up like four more lines while we were standing in line and then we went through the rest of the line in like four minutes. Yeah, they organized it like on the fly, you know, constantly yeah. figuring things out. And that's the, the sign of a good leader as well. Definitely. That great job to Kay Bailey Hutchinson um, Convention Center also because they were adjusting, I know. Exactly. You know, how many people? It's the first one. They had no idea how many exactly. people were coming. <laughs> exactly. So, I mean, shit, man. I don't know what else to say except well done. I'm excited to go to more of these type of conventions. This Definitely. was my first convention of, of any type of scale, really. I mean, one of that they rent out a, an actual convention center type. You know, mm-hmm. I've been to the picnic types, you know. And the smaller ones that we have here in San Antonio. Yeah, exactly. Which are nice for the area that we're in. Exactly. But in terms, this was a nationwide, a national scale convention. Exactly. There were people from all over America Exactly, there. from every coast. I mean, mostly West Coast, if I'm honest, but there were still Midwest and mm-hmm. even East Coast we, people there. People from Vermont, people from the most... Tennessee. Remote. Yeah. North Carolina. Yeah. I mean, really... Everywhere you could be where you could grow successful hemp, there was people at this convention. And that's just, it's good to see. That means the industry is still at a, at a stage where it's growing. It's still blossoming. And we're just here riding that wave. Talking about it. Talking <laughs> Honestly, about it. Really, we just, we just cover it. We just light something up, Talk. which is very nice, I must say. Oh, yeah, I'm smoking through it. And they burn really slow. Obviously, I put it down. It hasn't just been so, I mean, slowly burning like this. But The real question that I know everybody is at home asking, you know, Futurola is associated with Mike Tyson. Yeah. So as you smoke it, does mm-hmm. it, does it kind of give you a sense of like a lisp and a little bit of anger? Yes. <laughs> yes, it does. Yes, it does. <laughs> That's fun. That's great. Oh. And remember, I was telling you that they're, they're associated. That tattoo is growing. <laughs> they're associated with somebody else as well. I saw it in one of the the videos. It's a uh, Cheech and Chong guy, Tommy Chong. Tommy Chong. Futurola okay. fucks with them. Apparently, fucks I with him you. apparently as well. I hope Futurola fucks with CBD Hemp Library because I need some more of these tea lab. Tea I believe they do. I believe they do. I mean, it seemed like they did, but I couldn't tell. I mean, it's it's word on the street. Streets okay. never lie, and the streets never sleep. According to Little Wayne. Oh. That new album's nice. That new album is nice. <laughs> I've been enjoying it. I agree. I told you I was surprised by it earlier because I haven't really thoroughly bumped a Little Wayne album and enjoyed the majority of the tracks in a while. And it's because, you know, I don't even know if I gave the Carter 5 its fair shot, but. I mean, it's not too late. We, we have modern day streaming. You can literally listen to it whenever you want. I don't know, man. Once, <laughs> it's, once it's six months <laughs> old. <laughs> I don't know, man. You're one of those. Yeah, man. I'm all about that new, new. I new, mean, new. Yeah, I mean, I'll, I'll, I'll give it a listen. that 2019 shit out of my ears. And to be fair, I probably listened to it, but it wasn't, it, I don't remember it, like, listening to it and being thoroughly impressed. And you might not have been. That's fair. Yeah. 
I thought it was really good. I've met people that didn't think it was very good, but Little Wayne is always one of my favorites. Like yeah, that's yeah. just how it's going to be forever because he's the goat to me. Yeah, he's um he was really the first very big commercial <gasps> rapper that I was a really big fan of. Mm. Yeah. Like I remember bumping the leather so that, soft, like it was there was no tomorrow. Because he still had that like down south like grimy feel to it even Definitely. though he was so mainstream that's Definitely. that's what those people like boosie have gotten and stuff like that but boosie was never obviously on little wayne's level but he got pretty big yeah and i mean he had a nation rocking a different type of haircut that's <laughs> like, true. so that is true yeah i don't know bro oh and if you've noticed it's actually the fresh fade fridays you did get a haircut i did get a haircut just for the culture. Round of applause for Sergio's haircut. <laughs> I don't get haircuts too often. My hair is probably flooding out of these mic and hats. <laughs> I don't know. But Are you throwing it? Is that what's happening here? Uh, just you, you should broken it. You should, grow, <laughs> you, you should grow out the Kobe fro in honor of hair, Kobe, bro. Dude, maybe I'll have to. The mini haircut, Kobe fro. Haircut, haircuts are getting up to like 25, 30 bucks now. I just oh, yeah. let it grow. Yeah, it's yeah, it's a little too expensive for me here in San Antonio. When I moved from Florida, I would get my haircut for fifteen bucks. You don't yeah. find those barbers out here, dude. No, the prices has gone up. I'm telling you. When I was, I would say, when I was up to when I was twelve, and not even just like a child cut. When I was up to twelve, like you could get a ten, twelve dollar haircut. Oh yeah. And then when I got to about sixteen, seventeen, the price went up to fifteen. And now, if you go back to Houston, the price is—it's a twenty-dollar haircut, and like they're expecting tips to yeah. like twenty-five-dollar haircuts. And some places are just being bold. Don't let them have cut somebody famous or something like that. Oh, dude, I mean, they're going here in San too. Antonio, it's hard to even find the good old a good haircut for twenty bucks. You really got to pay about twenty-five and up. Honestly. I feel like it's because of the size of, side of the town we're on too. Could be. Yeah, we might need to. Tour the other side. Yeah, of town. Bitch, I swear there be like of all things there would be a cheaper barber. Oh, hundred percent. Yeah, there's yeah. definitely cheaper. But I, I, just, I once I find a barber that gives up good fade, it's like okay, I'll just keep going to this guy. It's like trust. I hadn't had to get a new barber in so many years that when I find I only have one. You only have the same one. I only have the same one. Yeah, that's how I feel. I don't get I don't get my hair cut unless I go back to Houston. Yeah, see that's that's and how I haven't I was. been back in a few months, so they're just letting it throw out. Yeah, I only trust my mans, bro. Like other that's exactly that. how I was. <laughs> but so yeah, then you're too far now, obviously. Exactly. Yeah. So when I got here, I was like, I tried like five or six barbers, and everyone they just didn't get the fade quite right. So when I finally found one, I was like, I gotta keep them. What I'm gonna tell you is though, I moved to Colorado, bro, and I got one haircut. <laughs> I was there for what some eleven months. Damn. Dude, I'm telling you, I have one barber, and I got back to Houston, and I got a haircut by that one barber. <laughs> what are you gonna do if you move again? I won't get haircuts ever again. You're just gonna dread it out. I'll go. I go back to Houston at least once a year. <laughs> just like the yearly haircut, dude. I let Nicole edge it up or something. I just and I'm just not that worried about it. Yeah, I feel you. I'm on camera and I face camera, and the, they don't ever have to see the back of my head. So all I need <laughs> is this the hat and the beanie, and I'm good at all times. That's bro. true. That's true. This is my job. It's very true. So what are you thinking about the Futurola? I enjoy them, but I smoke through them too quickly. Like, just in terms of we had, I had, like, five of them, and I might have, this might have been my last one. I don't even know how many I have left. I love them. 
Yeah, I mean, even the ones I've smoked. I don't find them in stores ever, though. That is true. I've, I've only seen them. The first time I ever saw them was when you brought them. And I brought them from Colorado, already packed with a with a uh, uh, some other substance. <laughs> <not> <laughs> with some some unknown substance. Some unknown substance, but <laughs> stuff that people in Colorado smoke, you know? Yeah, exactly. So, um, but yeah, I hadn't seen them in the cone form, and maybe they don't really come in the cone form, because everything... No, they do because they had boxes of them. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Little, they did. Yeah. Sell. Maybe they don't. Maybe yeah. they only like wholesale them and people fill up their flour with them or something for pre rolls. Yeah, that could be what it is. I mean, I'm just glad we got our hands every on box some. was like three thousand or something. <laughs> yeah, like exactly. That for this price, like. exactly. And we had. I'm just glad we went up to them. They're like, so are those? Uh, yeah, we asked him three the samples. <laughs> He's like, he gave us the king ones. Yeah, two of them. He was like, they are now. I was like, that's what I like to hear. That is what I like to hear. So shout out Futurola again. Real MVP for that one. All right. So I think we're we're about seventeen minutes in. Yeah, these are these are a wraps for me. These are All ones right. that I wanna I wanna smoke on a daily basis. These are a daily type smoke. I like that. So I mean again, this has been the Texas Hemp Convention recap. We kinda run around, jumbled around a bit, talked about Lil Wayne a little, talked about some papers. Yeah. But again, overall We had fun. Recap of the hemp convention was it was a great time. Can't wait to go to another one. Meeting great people. Definitely. It's been CBD Hemp Library. Please come back when tomorrow? Probably every day. More than likely every single day, if not just once a day. Exactly. So shout out to all the people behind the scenes at the Texas Hemp Convention. We're looking forward to number two. And we're looking forward to trying to get out to all these all these other events you throw. So it's been another one. Appreciate you guys tuning in. Hit the subscribe button. You can find this anywhere podcasts are sold. Or on YouTube because we do video version as well. So wherever you're checking us out, peace. (laughs) Peace. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of Rap Talk. Don't forget to subscribe to CBD Hemp Library. Peace.